Welcome to episode 13 of the Mama Knows Business Podcast. I am so excited because you are in for such a treat. I feel like I say that for every guest interview so far, but today is no different. This really is a very special episode. Today, I brought Cammie Wilkie on the show, and Cammie is a faith-based high-ticket business coach and host of the Bibles, Babies, and Business podcast. Can we just, like, take a second and, like, appreciate how adorable her podcast name is? I love it so much every time I hear it. So she is on a mission to help Christian moms learn how to use their God-given gifts to start and grow a profitable online coaching business so that they can get more clients, increase their income, and have the time and financial freedom to stay home with their kids. If all of that doesn't sound like a dream, I honestly don't even know what does. Like, I am just so fired up every single time I talk to Cammie. She is so sweet and encouraging, and she is just a phenomenal person, and I am so excited that she agreed to be on the show. Today, we're going to be talking about how you can start an online coaching business today, right now. Okay, so listen to the episode, grab your notebook and pen. You are going to be so lit up after this episode. It is going to seem doable. You are going to see the light at the end of the tunnel. And I am just so excited for you because this is honestly, I said this on episode seven with my TikTok episode with Sarah, but this is like another coaching session. She's giving away so many actionable tips for you to literally start your online coaching business. And that's what the Mama Knows Business Podcast is all about, is about starting your online business, growing your business, and just simply learning and being here in community with other people, with other moms and other women. So I'm just so excited. And thank you so much for tuning in and being here. And let's get right on into the interview. Welcome to the Mama Knows Business Podcast. I'm Pamela Krista, Jesus lover, wife, mama to five, podcaster, blogger, and show and website designer. I know that running your business is hard work and I feel your frustration. You wish you had someone there to hold your hand through it all, answering those burning questions and give you that inspiration, encouragement, and clarity that you need to keep on moving forward. That's why I'm on a mission to help service-based entrepreneur moms just like you on how to start, grow, and stay consistent with your business. Here we will cover running a business as a busy mom, social media tips, and of course, website strategy to help run and move your business forward. Because the truth is, you don't have to run your business as a mom alone. Let's get it. Hey, Cammie, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Pamela, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to record with you today. Yes, me too. And I am so excited to have you on because while we met through Stephanie Gass's Facebook community is how I found you. And so I looked up your podcast and followed you on Instagram. And I'm so glad that we struck up a conversation and you are just so sweet. And Cami is so knowledgeable about online coaching and somebody that I truly do look up to in the online coaching space. And so she's going to walk us through some really valuable steps to start an online coaching business. And first things first, I would love to do an icebreaker question with you, Cami. So I got to know, what is your dream of vacation spot? Oh, Love that question because vacations are my love language. You know, like there's five love languages. I think there's actually six and it's plane tickets. Um, so my dream vacation, I love Hawaii. Hawaii is my favorite place in the world. 
Um, we do an annual trip every year. Like my family, like we kind of forego Christmas presents. We don't really do Christmas presents. We just, we, we all do a vacation and Hawaii is consistently my favorite place to go. Oh my gosh. I love that. And so my husband was in the Navy and he lived in Hawaii for a short time. Oh, and he, he had like the, I think that was like his most memorable moments of his life aside from marrying me and all. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I've never been there and it just, it's so beautiful. I love everything about the culture. I've watched the entire season of Hawaii Five O. Like I'm just like, I want to go there one day. So I love that answer. How many times have you been there? I think 12 or 13. Oh my gosh. Right. That is amazing. <laughs> Thank you. It's, I um, no, I haven't been to a lot of other places though. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. I haven't spent like much time like on the East Coast. I mean, I've been to New York, but like I haven't been, I haven't been to Europe. I haven't been to, I've never been to Mexico ever. Uh, so I, we, <laughs> we kind of like, we're a family. Like we find that place and then we just, it's kind of like, I, I also know that notice this habits in like other areas of my life. Like, if I find a meal that I love, like I'll eat that meal every day. <laughs> I, I'm the same way. About <laughs> me. Yeah, I love that. Okay, so I would love for you to introduce yourself and just tell us who you are, the core of your business, and how you got started in the online coaching space. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you again for having me on the show. So hello, my name is Cami Wilkie, and I am a faith-based business coach. And specifically, like my area of expertise, if you will, is teaching new coaches how to get their business off the ground, how to get cash injections into their business, how to get clients through the process of high ticket sales. It's something that I fully believe in. We may get into that later on in the episode, but I love teaching sales. It's something that I have totally fallen in love with, that specific part of coaching over the years of like having my own coaching business and pivoting and trying other coaching businesses. Um, the one thing that's been consistent is we have to sell, like regardless of whether you're a fitness coach or you're a business coach or whatever your niche is, the one thing that we all have in common is we have to sell in order to make money. And that was really the process that over time I really struggled with in the beginning, but ended up falling in love with later on and just, just loving this process of sharpening my sales skills. So that's really where the Lord has me right now in my business. And my main mission with my coaching business is to teach other new coaches, usually their mothers and usually their moms, um, how to start and grow their online coaching business so that they can get clients and make money from home so that they can be present with their little ones. And, you know, those years of having littles at home, which I don't currently have, but hopefully very soon, um, those years I've heard go by so fast. And what I've realized over time is that time is the one resource that we never get back. We can always make more money, um, but we cannot make more time. And I want to be home during those, those very few years where I have littles at home before they go to school every day. And so that was one of my main missions for myself, wanting to start this coaching business. And then I found that there were so many other women who had a heart for that same desire, like that same desire as well. And so that's really where the Lord led me to to focus my energy in my business. I love that, Cami, so much. And my brain is just rattled right now because I really feel like the Lord called me to you and your business. And just even seeing your like Instagram stories and how you like present yourself and present your business, I can tell for one, you don't do it for the followers at all. You're you're truly in it to help women and 
specifically, you have a mission to help other moms and you're not in that season of life yet. I have a very strong feeling you will be. And so I love that. And I'm just, again, I'm super excited to have you on the show because you are so knowledgeable about this and ah, I just can't wait to get into it. So I know that you have four actionable tips for us to get started with online coaching. So I would love to hear all about that. Yeah, absolutely. So breaking this down into four steps to start an online coaching business. Like how do we, how do we actually do this, this online coaching thing? So the first step is to know your ideal client. And the phrase ideal client, if you're new to the coaching space, that you, you may have heard that language before, you may have not. Essentially, it's just a really fancy way of saying, who is your customer? Who is the person that you are going to serve? Who is the person that has a problem that you're going to solve? And one of the, I think, bunny trails that I'll say, or road bumps or, or slippery slopes, if you will, that coaches run into when it comes to knowing your ideal client is we tend to start off very general. For example, if somebody was a fitness coach, because in fact, I actually started out as a fitness coach in the online space before I ever pivoted in business. Um, when I was a fitness coach, I started off helping just anybody and everyone that wanted to lose weight. And that's a great place to start, but that's very broad. And what I found is that I was um, attracting a wide variety of clientele. I There would be men that want to come come and work with me, women. Some people wanted to do calorie counting. Some people wanted to not do calorie counting. Some people wanted to do macro. Like it was, there was just all over the board. And it was a little bit confusing for me because I was like, man, what do I actually do here? Like, I know I help people lose weight. Like, I, I understand that's the goal, but like, it's not specific enough. And so this is a phrase that we usually call niching down or niching down, depending on what part of the country you live in. If you live in the Midwest, like me, people actually say niching here. <laughs> but I like work with the people that are like on either side of the coast. Everybody says niching. And I just, I changed it the time. But anyway, it's this process of niching down, getting super specific as to who is the person that you are here to serve? What specific problems do they have? And how can you solve their problem like no one else can? Um, and one of the, the fears that people have is like, well, what happens if I get so specific that like I end up like uh, canceling myself out from being able to serve more people? And actually what we find is the opposite is true because if we try to talk to everybody, we end up talking to nobody. So it's this concept of needing to find your ideal client who has a problem. And the problem has to be deep enough to where it is affecting their life like every single day. Because most people are motivated to change by pain. And so we search for problems that are present in the marketplace. And we look for how can I create a solution for that problem? So that, that's step one. Knowing your ideal client, getting super clear on who that person is. And kind of like a, a side note to that, how do you help them solve that problem? I love that. And that is so true because, and I feel like most entrepreneurs start out this way, um, no matter what it is you do, just going into like helping everybody. But it's so good to get really specific because you're absolutely right. If you're trying to help everybody, you're helping nobody. But if you know exactly who you're helping then that just opens the door to bring those ideal clients to you. So I completely 100% agree with that. 
Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's kind of, it, it challenges us because we usually start off, like you said, with that limiting belief that like, oh my gosh, I'm going to limit the amount of clients that I can get, or I can limit the amount of money I can make if I, if I get too niche down. And really like what we find is the opposite is true. And when we are clear on who we serve, how we serve them and what problem we help people solve, then our audience is clear on that. If we as the coach are at all confused, like I was in the very beginning when I was just helping any <laughs> any Sally or Joe or Tom who wanted to lose weight, I was confused and it showed. It yeah. showed. And a confused audience is not a buying audience. So it's really important that we are super clear on who it is we're serving. Right. I love that. Awesome. So the second one is creating an irresistible high ticket offer. Now, when I say the word irresistible, what I mean is all you have to do is throw a stone on Instagram and you will hit another online coach who's probably doing something similar to you. There's a lot of people in the coaching space, and I don't really like the phrase where people are like, oh, it's so saturated. Well, if it is saturated, then let's find a way to make you stand out from the crowd. And one way to do that is by knowing who your ideal client is, like we just talked about in step one. And a second way to do that is by creating an offer like no one else has. So this is essentially putting you in a category of your own to where nobody can compare your offer to anybody else in your in your niche because your offer is so unique. So what I would challenge people to do is brainstorm all the different ways that you can make your offer stand out. So for example, if you're a fitness coach, every other fitness coach online under the sun is also offering macros or meal plans and workout guides. Okay. That's a given. You definitely need to include that in your program. But if you stop there, then you are blending in with everybody else. You're like camouflage. We can't see you. And at that point, the only difference between your program and somebody else's program is the price point. So your program and the person next to you's program is basically exactly the same that me as the customer, I'm going to go with the, the least expensive option. I'm going to go with, with the one that's not going to cost me as much money. So the point that we want to do here is make our offer so out of this world amazing that you can't even compare it to anybody else in our niche. And therefore, our price can be much different than everybody else's price. So by creating an irresistible offer, this is essentially creating a really luxury experience for our clients. It's the difference between buying a plane ticket for the cabin seating or buying a first class ticket. So I want you to think of all the different ways that, you know, any any possible road bump that your ideal client could run in throughout their process of transforming with you. How can you put a solution already in place to solve that problem before it even happens. What what um, equipment can you give your client? What policies, what procedures, what strategies can you use? What customer service can you provide that nobody else is providing? How can you go above and beyond? And because you're going above and beyond, your price tag is not going to look like everybody else's. And that's really where the high ticket piece comes into play. When something is a high ticket price, which everybody has a different definition of high ticket, here's my definition, something that is priced at a minimum of $2,000 or more. When you are looking for 
um, let's say a brand new TV, if you were shopping through Amazon and you found a TV for $24 or you found a TV tour for $2,400, which TV are we probably going to think is better? The $2,400 TV. Now, it, we're assuming it's better because the price point is better. A higher price automatically communicates a higher quality product and a higher luxury product. And if that TV also came with um, an Apple TV little device and it also came with um, six months of Disney Plus and six uh, for free and six months of Hulu and, and, and all these things for free and the $24 TV, it was just the TV and you had to figure everything else out. All of a sudden, the $2,400 TV is in a category of its own. You cannot compare it. That is how we create irresistible offers and we can stand out in the marketplace. And when we charge high ticket prices, we can, we can afford to offer our clients resources that nobody else can because we're, we're, we have the financial cash flow to offer them that. That is so amazing. And I love that analogy because it is so true, the comparison between the $24 TV and the $2,400 TV. And we really do need to apply that to our business because it's not just about getting a quick buck. This is about helping people and also, you know, setting your family up for financial success and, and all of those things. So that's truly remarkable that we have the ability to provide a full offer like that, that nobody else can. That's unique to your business. So that's that's great. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the 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 other way that I, I think about this, because I do run into a, a working in the faith coaching space, um, working as a Christian coach, it is so common. <laughs> like, it's a little disturbing how common it is um, that I run into women who are really stuck in a poverty mentality. They were they were told at one time in their life that having money is bad. Rich people are evil. Um, if you have like over a certain amount of dollars in your bank account, you're automatically greedy or bad. And what we have to realize is that money is neutral. Money is the second most talked about topic in the Bible for a reason. The Lord knew we were going to wrestle with it. And so we have to realize that it is a neutral tool that we can either use for bad things. We can become in love with money. We can lust over it. We can greed over it. Or we can use our neutral tool as a way to glorify the Lord, to be generous, to not only provide for our own families, but be a blessing to other people who need it as well. So that's just another, just another little tidbit in there. If anybody listening is wrestling with the concept of high ticket or feeling shame or guilt or, oh my gosh, like it would be so evil of me to charge $2,000. I really challenge you to look at that and recognize that as a limiting belief. Um, Unfortunately, you know, there we all we always hear about the prosperity gospel and how that's like something that that isn't biblical. There's also a poverty gospel that is just as harmful. And many more people are believing in poverty gospel than prosperity gospel. Yeah. And when I first started my business, I mean, I did my first client for free and I wish I would have told myself, no, at least charge something. You know what I mean? Because we are worth it. And there is just so much that goes into this. So yeah, I just, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Nobody's, you know, I've no shame in it. Like we've, I, yeah. I used to make these mistakes all the time for undercharging. I once charged $24 for a six week group coaching program 
I've never met anybody that did it worse than I did. So <laughs> we all felt like something I would do, Cammy. So <laughs> it's no shame at all. We're all on this learning journey, um, but we need to recognize that actually it is very biblical to make sure that our dealings are profitable. That comes from Proverbs 31, 18. And in 1 Timothy, it says that the laborer deserves his wages. So we get to unapologetically make a profit and, and deliver a high quality, excellent experience for our clients, which excellence is also a biblical principle. Yeah. And I think too, and I know that some people probably overcharge and I mean, that's a whole different topic, but it really, how would you say to like package that together or how do you, what's a good way to like come up with a price, like doing some research or market research on what other people are doing? Yeah, so there's lots of factors to take into consideration when you're coming up with a price tag. Because the last thing that we want to do is just slap a random price tag on it that like yeah. looks good, just toss it out there. So right. a few factors that that we need to consider is um, how much is it going to cost you to deliver your program? Because if you're delivering a program that is unlike anybody else's, and it probably is going to cost you just a little bit more, at least, to deliver a program that is a really luxury experience. We have to make sure that we are still profiting at the end of the day. And so that's one thing to consider. How much is it going to cost you to take on each one of your clients? Number two, what are your income goals? People completely forget that. They'll just price something just just they'll just throw something up there and then they'll be like, oh, I can only take on five clients. And then they realize that, oh my gosh, once I'm at five clients and I've charged them each $1,000 and so I've only made $5,000 and I'm working with each one of these clients for the next six months and I've got my max capacity and now I don't have any more bandwidth to make to take on any more clients, to make any more money and I've tapped myself at $5,000 for the next six months and my family really needed me to make $20,000. So understanding what are our income goals and are we actually reverse engineering our offers in a way that allows us to hit our goals. Um, and then there, there's several other factors, uh, but the last one that I'll, I'll mention is reverse engineering. How many hours are you spending with a client? All too often, I'll work with a coach and she'll, they'll tell me their pricing and then we'll also add together, hey, you know, how many on average, how many hours are you spending with each client? And then we will divide the total price by how many hours that they're actually spending with that client. And it'll come out to be something like $30 an hour. Mm. We are not here to recreate another nine to five job for ourselves. That's why you're starting the business because you right. want to need your corporate job. So let's not recreate another nine to five situation where you have to now overwork because you're undercharging. And if you feel like, well, my offer isn't worth a higher ticket price, then I challenge you to ask yourself, is it actually not worth that? And, and, and if so, why do you feel that way? Is it because you're comparing yourself to everybody else in the industry, which if you're creating an irresistible offer, your offer should be like no one else's in the industry. Is it because your offer is maybe actually not worth that price and you need to add more value into your offer in order to bring the value up to and beyond the price point? Or do you have some challenges in, with your relationship with money? Are, are you having any sort of poverty mentality, um, any triggering memories that are coming up for you maybe as a child? Um, the way you saw your parents deal with money, maybe the way that you handled money when you were younger. And is that coming up for you right now? And many times 
people are wrestling with their own money stories and they're projecting it onto other people and it's showing up when they're pricing their offers. So those are just a few factors to consider. Yeah, I can totally see that. And I love that you touched on the income part. Like, you know, what do you actually need to make a month to pay your bills? So I, I yeah, I've never even thought about that, about that when I, you know, when I'm pricing my offers, that's just not something that, you know, comes to my mind. So I love that you touched on that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So that was number two, creating an irresistible offer that is unlike anybody else in the space. That is a luxury first class experience, high value. And it has a price tag that reflects that value. And number three in the uh, total of four steps to start an online coaching business is now you know who your ideal client is, had your irresistible offer. Now we have to tell people about the offer. And so that's what we call marketing, essentially connecting with your ideal client. So most of the people that I work with, actually all of them, have are starting off their coaching business with using Instagram as a tool. And I love Instagram because Instagram's free. It doesn't cost you anything to have an Instagram account. You can very easily, with the right tools, you can very easily go and connect with your ideal client on Instagram. And it's a very, uh, like I said, it, it, well, it's a free way to have two-way dialogue between you and the person that needs your services. It's a free way to put your content out there. It's, there's, it's, part of me is kind of like, I feel like we should all be paying for Instagram, which you can. I mean, you can pay for advertisements. I, you don't need to pay for advertisements. But Instagram is just there. It's just a free tool that allows you to make an unlimited amount of money. And specifically when a coach is starting off selling high ticket, and I also, to take a step further, not only do I have my clients sell high ticket, they, they specifically sell high ticket one-on-one coaching. Instagram, in my opinion, is the best platform to sell high ticket one-on-one coaching because you can conduct private sales, which is just a fancy way of saying you talking to one other person one-on-one, you're hearing that they have a problem and you are offering them a solution in a one-on-one conversation. The DMs are bold on Instagram. Um, And I'm not talking about cold pitching anybody. I'm talking about knowing how to go out and connect with your ideal client, connect with people who need your services and providing a solution for their problem. I love that. And I, before you and I connected, I really didn't even know much about that. Just being in the DMs, not cold pitching. Also using more networking discovery calls in your business instead of, you know, doing everything in DMs. So that's one, you know, reason why I feel so called to because it gets really time consuming, like trying to make the reels, trying to create these posts, trying to do all the stories. But now I do love me some Instagram stories. Don't get me wrong. But like the actual content of posting on Instagram can get so draining. And even don't get me started on the other social media platforms. I just love that that that's an option because like how much time does that save? Like I just, that's amazing. Right. There's, um, there, there's four different marketing strategies that I teach my clients, um, so that they can go out and connect with their ideal client. And just to run through them really quickly, it's, we do an Instagram audit because statistically you have seven seconds or less When a new person comes to your Instagram profile for the very first time, they will decide within seven seconds if they're going to follow you or not. And if your Instagram profile is not set up in a way to speak directly to your ideal client, then we're losing, we're leaving money on the table. So we do an Instagram audit. 
We run through 10 different types of content to connect with our ideal client, 10 different ways that we can speak to them. We do a DM strategy, which by the way is, like I said, it's not cold pitching and it's also not selling in the DMs. Um, The DMs are strictly a place to build relationship. Sales calls are where we sell. The DMs are just for building relationship, which takes the pressure off of the DM strategy. And then number four, eventually, not, not in the beginning, but eventually creating a freebie that you can give to bots, give to people free of charge for this high value that, again, gives them lots of value for free and it shows you who your warmest leads are. So those are the four different ways that I teach people how to market on Instagram. Uh, and you don't need a lot of followers in order to do this. I have less than 600 followers and these four strategies are working very well for me um, with the small following that I have. I love that. And I love that you don't have to have a huge following because a, a lot, I think myself included, I've had this mindset in the past where, you know, you have to have this many followers to be successful, but that's simply just not true. Right. Right. Absolutely. And the last one, the last step in starting an online coaching business is the selling of our coaching services. So it's the actual financial exchange of I'm going to give you the solution to your problem and you're going to compensate me financially for that. And people feel, here's the words that I hear that people use consistently when they, when we bring up the conversation of sales, they'll say icky, sleazy, salesy, which is ironic because we're talking about sales and pushy or rushed. And let's be honest, there are lots of icky, sleazy, pushy, salesy, rushed sales tactics out there. And the industry is changing. I don't know if anybody else is noticing this. I hope that you're noticing this because we need to notice this in order to stay in front of the curve. Um, But there are old marketing and sales strategies that have come and gone. They're like trends. They're social media trends. There's fashion trends. There are marketing and sales trends that have come and now they have gone. There are strategies that are not working like they used to. Believe it or not, cold pitching people used to work. That's why people did it. Um, Launching without a game plan, just like randomly throwing up an offer on our Instagram stories, it used to work. That's why people did it. Posting and hoping, um, which is a, a phenomenon of just literally creating content, posting it, and then just hoping that people click the link in our bio or slide into our DMs. All of those strategies worked at one time. That's why people did it, but they're not working anymore. So we have to change the way that we approach our marketing and our sales. And one of the biggest mindset shifts that I think we can make, because we could talk about sales for like the next 30 hours, but to essentially just break it down into one concept. All sales is, is an invitation for your client to work with you in order to solve the problem that they have. Think of it this way. If your neighbor gave you a spare key to their house for just emergencies, and then one day you were out working in your garage and you happened to notice that, that your neighbor was locked out of their house and they were just like really struggling to like find the key, they couldn't find it. They were just like, they were about ready to knock down the door of their own house because they, they were locked out of their own house. And you had the spare key sitting on your kitchen table. Why would you not go get the key, walk over to them and offer, hey, here's the key to the solution to your problem? It would be honestly a little rude to let them continue struggling when you so easily have the solution to their problem. And that is how we need to approach sales. It is simply offering people a solution to their problem. 
Yeah. And I, I didn't realize that either. And that's why I love talking to you so much about this because you, you just like open up my world in so many different ways when it comes to online coaching. But you're right. Like those strategies of like cold DMs and just posting and hoping they just simply don't work anymore. And, you know, especially with like COVID and everything. And I'm not sure, you know, when that shift actually happened, but people just want connection too, as well. You know, people want their problem solved. They want connection. They want that one-on-one help, if anything. So, I mean, that's one reason why I feel like it, it probably shifted towards that. But I mean, it just, it's constantly shifting. And so to be able to recognize that shift and use that shift to your advantage is, I mean, just a game changer for business owners. Right. Absolutely. And we're at a pivotal time right now, Pamela, um, because there's new trends that are emerging and like less than 1% of coaches know about them currently. And there will be a time where the strategies that are just now emerging also come and go. Because yeah. again, marketing and sales are like, they're trends. There's things that are timeless, like having a relationship with somebody and like having yeah. a conversation, that's timeless. That, yeah. that has always worked and will continue to work. But there are specific marketing sales strategies that, that are emerging right now that are wildly effective. And they're wildly effective because they bring a new attitude to sales. They bring a new approach and nobody else is using them. And so that's really where I hone in and in teaching my clients these new marketing and sales strategies that are just now emerging so that they can get in front of the curve. Like, um, like imagine like who were the first 1,000 people to start like have an Instagram account. Those people that were like among the first 1,000 or the first people that ever like posted the reel that went viral and now everybody caught up way too late and now we're like a needle in a haystack. Yeah. That's the type of concept. Like we want to get ahead of the curve and be among the first, be using these marketing sales strategies so that we can stand out amongst the crowd. Yeah, I love that because it's it's so, and that does allow you to stand out as well because like I said before, some people, they are just out there for the money. They don't really care about relationships or about community or anything like that. So when you have that stuff on your side and also implement, you know, the things that you were just talking about, all four of those things with everything implemented, I mean, that can just like totally blow your mind and explode your business. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Well, Kimmy, those were amazing tips. I I can't wait to re-listen to this episode <laughs> when it airs just because I know that I myself is gonna, am going to get so much value out of this as well. And so I just want to thank you again for those tips because that is just incredible. And so I would love to know what would you say if somebody's listening to this and they're just so fired up and they're like, I actually think I can do this. What would your biggest tip be for those people, those moms specifically who are listening right now, who just feel that, you know, energy burst inside of them, like that glimmer of hope, like, wow, I I think I can do this. What is your biggest tip for them? Yeah. Well, speaking from my own experience, um, the biggest thing that helped me get momentum in my business was hiring a coach. And I know that, you know, somebody may be listening to this be like, Cammy, that's just a weak <laughs> sales strategy because you're a coach. But really, I, you know, whether you invest in me, whether you invest in Sally Sue down the street, I don't care who you invest in. And it doesn't matter if it's a course or uh, a one-on-one coaching or group coaching, whatever it is. But the thing that got me out of duct taping my business together, which is what I was doing for about the first seven months, duct taping my business together, which led me to missing the abundance of mistakes that I now teach my clients to avoid, uh, was not having any sort of wise guidance. The book of Proverbs talks like endlessly about having wise counsel and that success comes from having wise counselors. And so invest in a wise 
mentor. You don't have to invest $10,000. You can start with a $100 course. I don't care what you do, but you need to invest in somebody that has done it before and can help you go from duct taping your business together to having a game plan, a strategy, and a step-by-step process that is proven to work that you can follow. That is so good. And I truly believe those words are incredibly true because that is what I, I mean, I'm still technically doing that, but though I've been a lot better, especially like those early months and stuff, like it truly is duct taping your business together. And when you find somebody like Cami who knows exactly what she's talking about and exactly how to reach those people that you're trying to reach, I mean, you're just, first of all, you're saving yourself time and you're saving yourself money because you're going to make that investment back. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I love that. Well, Kimmy, how can, how can they connect with you if they're listening and they want to learn more about you or your services? Yeah. Well, I also have a podcast. It's called the Bible's Babies in Business podcast. You can come hang out with me over there. We do two episodes a week, one on Mondays, one on Thursdays. And you can also come hang out with me on Instagram. My handle is at Cammy.Wilkie. And I show up there Monday through Friday. I take the weekends off because that's like my, uh, that's like my Sabbath. Like I do not touch social media on the weekends. Um, but I show up there Monday through Friday. I do lots of mini trainings. I'm constantly in my DMs having conversations with people. P.S. I'm not selling to you in the DMs. I don't believe in selling in the DMs. The DMs are strictly a place for relationship building. Um, so yeah, come hang out with me on either of those two platforms. I love that, Kimmy. I have so much to learn from you and I, I'm just so excited to continue our friendship and so that can evolve and I can learn more from you. But I want to thank you again for being on the show. I'm so excited about everything that you said and I know that the listeners are going to absolutely love this. So again, thank you so much for all your wisdom and all of your knowledge. Thank you so much for having me, Pamela. Oh my gosh, wasn't that episode so good? I really enjoyed having Cammy on the show. She is so full of knowledge and I know that this episode fired you up just as much as it fired me up talking to her and having this conversation. And I encourage you to reach out to Cammy. She is so sweet. And the information to contact her is going to be in the show notes. I hope that you come back to this episode whenever you need it, because this is definitely one of my favorite episodes. She gave such jam-packed information. Like I said, connect with Cammy. You can also connect with me. My information is also in the show notes. And take a screenshot and let us know that you're listening. Let us know that you love this episode. Let Cammy know that you're starting your online coaching business. Of course, I would love to know too. I cannot wait to hear from you, friend. So I hope that you have a wonderful day. And I will see you in the next episode of the Mama Knows Business Podcast. Hey friend, if this episode inspired you or blessed you in any way, I would love for you to screenshot this episode and share this episode on your Instagram stories and tag me at Pamela Krista or send a text to a friend and let her know that you think this would bless her. And if you would be so kind, please take 30 seconds and leave me a review on Apple and follow this podcast by hitting the plus icon up at the top. That is the number one way you can say thank you to me. By leaving a review, you're helping others know if they want to listen to the show. And by following this podcast, you'll be notified when new episodes are available. I would love to connect with you on Instagram where I'm at Pamela Krista and my DMs are always open. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Philippians 4, 6. I'll chat with you soon, friend.